<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. A Dear Media original podcast. Hello, everybody. I just wanted to say welcome back to Wine Face, where we're breaking down everything the experts know about wine in a fun, digestible, and accessible way because wine is for enjoying and wine is for everyone. I'm your host, Helen Johannesson from Helen's Wines in beautiful Los Angeles, California. It is so surreal this moment. I just have to say, I am so beyond thrilled to be back. Wineface is back. We heard the call and we came to action. It's such a gift that Dear Media and I are coming back together. This is a momentous occasion because I just wanted to hop on really fast and let you know why we're back, what's been happening, where have I been, and also where are we going to go with Wineface 2.0. Personally, I mean, just like all of you, we went through the pandemic. That shit was cray. And now we're on some other side of it. I don't even know. But professionally, things are popping off. First and foremost, let's just start with the real nugget of I ghosted y'all. And I got to say, I'm sorry. I was giving you all that wine 411. And then I was like, I got to bounce and not tell you why. Basically, the pandemic hit and we went into this like SOS mode, got to save the businesses. We don't know what's going to happen. Everyone's wiping their groceries down. People are drinking a shit ton of wine. And so the bulldozer of business just took me to another level. I never stayed home from work one day during the pandemic. There is no work from home in restaurants. And my commute was glorious. So Wine Face, unfortunately, took a back seat. I tried to do it at home, and it wasn't where my focus was. And I think everyone, you know, could understand that. And then the time went on, and I just didn't record, and I didn't record. And I honestly have someone who's been on my team almost a year now who it has been on our goals list. Shout out to Nicole. Whoop, whoop, to bring Wine Face back. And I always wanted to do it, and now I have the time to do it. And I think it's really important that we keep dropping these nuggets of gold onto people's laps. But listen, let me just tell you that there's some new, fun, exciting stuff that I think everybody can expect from these episodes and what we're trying to do monthly and annually. I mean, not only are we going to have wine geek outs and little pop culture snacks and food and wine everything, you know, I'm so steeped in that. We are going to be opening and expanding the borders of wine. We're going to be talking about chefs. We're going to talk to chefs. We're also going to do some cool little segments that I think will make it 
fun for people to relate to whatever guests we have on or also to relate to ourselves. I want to dig deep into shop talk. What does that mean? Well, you're going to have to tune in to find out. No, shop talk is some nitty gritty. It's like, what are corks? Why are they important? What are synthetic corks? What's up with screw cap? Things like that. I also want to toe dip into a cocktail corner. So we're going to be talking about recipes of cocktails I'm making at my house, seasonally driven, that are so easy. I guarantee you they are no more than four ingredients. Maybe most of them, I like them to be three. You won't need any special skills or mixology brouhaha to make them. Really excited by that. Every time I have a guest, I'm going to do you bring, I bring, which means they bring a bottle, I bring a bottle. And it is really about celebrating that person, a wine they're excited about in this moment, and why I brought a wine for them. So this is kind of the sort of teaser. Is that what people say? Teaser alert. We also want to encourage everyone all over the world to follow us on Instagram at Helen's Wines because that's where we also are going to be putting some of these cocktail corner tidbits, sprinklings of nuggets of knowledge that then you can crack open in a deeper sense right here on this podcast. And honestly, I'm turning 40 this year and my relationship to wine has changed. I mean, we have four Helen's Wines now in Los Angeles with one on the way in Miami and another one in Los Angeles coming. I had a baby. You know, my team has grown. I've tasted so many wines in the last four years. And also, I think the way that I want to talk about wine, it is about natural wine. It is about organic wine, but it's also let's open up those boundaries and be more inclusive. So the world of wine has changed Also, there's a lot of celebrity wine, which, teaser alert, we're going to get into that as well. I'm really excited to have you all back. There's so much exciting wine hot goss, which maybe there isn't hot goss in wine, but trust me, I'm creating that category. So buckle up, get your wine glass, get your little wine opener, grab your current obsession favorite bottle from your fridge. I am so excited to go on this wine journey with you. And Literally could not be more excited for my guests for this first episode back. They are two very inspiring women. They have started a wine company from basically nothing. And when I mean nothing, it's they didn't know anything about wine. And they have built this mega wine brand that I have so much respect for. I had a tiny little sliver of a hand in helping them. And when I say a sliver, the credit is really due to them. Catherine Power and Cameron Diaz are going to be my wine face, back at it, back in your face guests today. And we're going to be talking about Aveline, which is their brand of wine, how they started it. They take such a unique approach to not only how they make the wine, but how they are also breaking down the barriers of wine for everyone. So let's get right into it. Catherine and Cameron, thank you so much for coming on Wine Face. 
Thank you, Helen. Yeah, thank you for having us. <laughs> you were literally my first thought when I thought about relaunching because I was kind of like, is the podcast dead to me? I don't know, but I want to bring it back because people need the gems of knowledge, which we're going to drop today. And I was like, I have to have Catherine and Cameron on. The gems of knowledge is what we got from you from the very beginning of Aveline. <laughs> yeah, you're Helen's... such an important part of the Aveline story. I know. I mean, I feel so touched. I'm blushing. <laughs> we could take it back to that day. Should we tell people? We should tell yeah, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really want to tell, tell people. I mean, I'll tell you, I just roll up to Cameron's house one day wearing some Doc Martin boots. And I was like, I'm here to teach this wine class. I don't know what's happening. And then turned out to be a session of like six amazing women who were like, wait, what? Wine could be a little fucked up. <laughs> I don't know how y'all remember it, but. We had been kicking around the idea of wine and we really didn't know. Our big question hadn't been answered is what is in wine? That was like our big question. We were you know, sitting, having a glass of wine one day on my porch, drinking it, going, you know what? I can't even have a second glass because it mm. just hurts too much. And I don't understand why. And we turned around the label because we were like, what is in wine anyhow? Mm. And we realized that there's no labels. There's nothing that tells us the ingredients. And we're like, but what is in this wine? It's <laughs> got to be more than just fermented grapes, you know, which is our own sort of na naivete. And I was like, I know somebody who can tell us. <laughs> and I actually went back to our text. Yes. And scrolled all the way to the top. <laughs> and at like, and it was our conversation. I was like, hey, you know, Catherine was, was saying, let's get Helen, let's do it on a weekend mm -hmm. and have some friends and we can all learn about it. And I was like, can you give us a little lowdown? You're like, I'm there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Anytime I could like get the message out, you all were so engaged. It blew my mind. And what you've created, Aveline, which we're going to get into just like takes it to another inspiring level. I think the biggest thing that you taught us was what matters is what's not in the bottle. Yes. That's the most important thing. Like in the world of commercial wines where you go down the grocery store aisle and for the masses, like it's what's not in the wine. And so once we were like, we're not using any of the things that can be in wine, we're only putting in like the bare minimum, the like the most beautiful yes. parts of what wine is celebrated for, which is the terroir, which we learned from you. <laughs> <laughs> this is very unexpected. You know, I was like, know. this does not have to do with any of my questions. No, I mean, you know, but it really was like it, it informed everything for us. Every time you would drop some knowledge on us, we'd both look at each other like, what? You know, you were the first person to tell us that over 73 ingredients can be added throughout the winemaking process without any disclosure. Mm -hmm. And you went on to explain what some of those things are and yeah. we were floored and I remember having a bunch of different wines on the table some that you brought from your shop mm -hmm. which we consider to be clean mm -hmm. and some really commercial wines that we all know and used to love and you literally looked at that bottle and you said just so you know that's the equivalent of eating McDonald's yeah. <laughs> We won't name names, but, yeah. it's true. Name names it's true. but that really stuck with us. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're just two curious consumers that are trading everything in our life for a cleaner version. As we started to embark on creating this brand and sharing our story, you know, as two people who knew nothing about this industry coming into it, 
you were so kind and welcoming. Yeah, you it was were. my pleasure. We're not part of that story and, you know, the history. And, and we just knew what the consumer wanted. We wanted to bring that to life. And so we had to start talking to experts like you to start learning about it. So thank you. No, th- I mean, you're welcome, but thank you. I mean, that is honestly why I wanted to talk to you today specifically is I have had some amazing winemakers who come into my shop and they see Aveline, and at first they get a tiny bit judgy. Like they're like, what is this about? And there's this really famous natural natty winemaker. And she actually ordered Aveline through like our website, didn't even tell me she was doing it. The person who runs our orders op showed it and they were like, you know her? And I saw her for lunch and she was like, I have so much respect that you carry that wine because the wine's actually really good. Oh, that's and I think awesome. that's part of what today is for me is there's a misconception for a lot of people about Aveline still. And I feel like it's really important. We're going to bridge some of that gap. Yeah. So we talked about the ethos, which started from like clean wine. Is that how you talk about Aveline now still? That, or? That's how we think about it. It's really, you know, wine made from organic grapes. And as you know, when wine is made with organic grapes, there is a whole set of standards that comes along with that. So parameters on what Mm -hmm. else can be added. And that's how we think about it. And, you know, when we learned that most of the wines at your shop are made with organic grapes and have very little intervention, we started buying our wine there. And Mm. as we started to go out in the world, our favorite restaurants, hotels, you know, grocery stores, we tried to buy cleaner wine and there was no way to identify it. People didn't even put on the bottle if their wine was organic or not. And I think that what when we say clean and we and we don't really we try to sort of push away from Illo because we got a lot of blowback from it. But um, but I don't think you should. Yeah. I think it's okay to say I, it. I yeah. Think, I think what we always said was we don't define it that way. The consumer does. Exactly. You know, the consumer is looking for that for themselves in everything that they participate in, whether it's skincare or even the cotton they put on their bed. You know, um, what they're looking for is something that is clean, in quotes. So those sort of parameters and guidelines is something that is the consumer has set out for us and they're demanding and they demanding. do it to me as well they're like you're a natty wine shop and i'm like yes but like i don't put myself in that box yeah. right it's too limiting but people are comfortable with labels so we, it's natural we went to the in our pursuit i think one of the first things we did after we kind of decided let's do this and we were looking for wine is we went to the natural wine fair downtown yeah. <laughs> and we like we're trying all the wines we we're like maybe we'll find our providers here mm. and what you know we knew the distinction for sort of natural wines the hundred you you taught us about parts per million mm-hmm. and that it's below 100 if you parts add per sulfur if yep. you add sulfur mm-hmm. right and that it's naturally occurring in the vineyard and so even natural wines have a level of parts per million 40 to 60. Yeah, like there's no sulfur-free wine. Right, exactly. So, you know, we set that standard for ourselves with Aveline that we weren't going to go over 100 parts per million. We were going to stay under. And our wines are actually between 60 and 80 with added sulfur, purely for the beginning, ending of fermentation and then stabilization for bringing it from France and Spain. We're not able to just yeah. not add sulfur. Got to do it. We got to do it. But our standard is that it has to be below that hundred parts per million. I love that. So you know, and I think that you can really tell in the wine the reverence for the grape and the winemaking process because we have generational winemakers and farmers. You know, you can taste the reverence for the land and the grape. Yeah. Well, I guess a lot of people, and it's I think okay that people don't know this, but. 
all of the different wines, we're going to get into them, don't worry. Mm -hmm. They're all from specific places, from family farms. They're not just like rando grapes grabbed, but that the whole point of the brand is that it's about identifying the grape and making it easily to digest the info on the label, right? Yeah, well, you know, we don't put the varietals on because we also believe that our drinkers are not the traditional drinkers who are Mm -hmm. looking for the varietal. They're looking for a a taste profile. So we do, instead of providing the varietal, because Zerillo, people are going to go, what's a Zerillo? We went, what's a Zerillo? We don't know what a Zerillo is, but we know what it tastes like. (laughs) (laughs) And when we give them the taste profile, they're like, actually, that's what I'm looking for. Right. It's one thing, you know, we wanted to be organic. Anything we add to our wine Mm -hmm. is an organically derived product. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we use organic yeast if we're going to add yeast. Our affining agents are vegan, which a lot of people don't know that often wine is is filtered with that. And we were floored. Yeah. That's why wine's not vegan. Yeah. Wine is often, you know, filtered with animal byproducts. But you know, at the end of the day, we're really discerning wine drinkers too. I mean, we would buy your, you know, wines from your yeah. shop that you would curate and we, you know, we have, I think, good taste. So you have great palate. We, we, <laughs> yes. You know, this is by no means a sort of bulk wine business or licensing nope. deal. This is, you know, soil to glass, as they say. And it was really important for us to you know, seek out the best winemakers for each one of our blends. We knew the taste profile that we wanted to hit because we did a bunch of research with our community. And then, you know, we basically went out and found generational farms that had been growing grapes and creating wine like this for generations and just maybe weren't talking about it. So that's been a really exciting part of our journey, too, is just to kind of highlight what these vineyards are doing in this kind of wine mm. and really help them make a bigger business out of their that uh, honestly land. is the key point like why can't natural wine organic wine farmers expand it's something i talk about in the wine community a lot do you guys feel like you're part of the wine community do you see pros and cons this isn't like a di- i don't know because i think of you as part of the wine community but how do you see it from your side you know i mean i think we really just think about our consumer we have gotten some really great accolades some really great ratings from you know wine experts and that's so great but at the end of the day like we have a good idea of what this customer wants and we feel they had been underserved Mm. so we really just think about what's best for that customer what they're going to want next and the most exciting part has been the consumer response more than anything else and we really wanted it to be accessible that was the thing that we were having such a hard time when we were getting curated packages from you and also sending you pictures of the menu at the restaurant we were at to say which one of these yeah, two order. Yeah, I was like, it's been a long time since I got a text. Yeah. I feel like Catherine, you'd be like, I'm at a hotel in New York. Yes. What is safe to That's drink? What I used and I to was do. like, I would literally be like, I'm like tequila. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. None of it's I've, champagne. I've learned how to do it on my own yeah. now. I, I you know, I, I look up every vineyard. Like if it's a brand I don't recognize, I'll look it up and try to understand how they farm. And mm-hmm. usually you can if they farm organically or they have some sort of organic practice it usually means they're making other really thoughtful choices and it's a pretty clean product. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that we were doing that with you and we were walking down the aisle of other wine shops. Yeah. 
or grocery stores and having nobody there to answer our question about what was important to us. Well, how would you buy a wine? The label or previously? Well, previously. Or we, even now? Well, like now you... I look everything up and try to find <laughs> yeah. out where, you know, what part. If, yeah. If, you know, it's harder for me, like, you know, I'm more reluctant to drink a California wine now. You know too much. I know too much. You know too much. <laughs> <laughs> and so I really look for like organic vineyards to, and then I'm like, I'll take a chance on it if it's organic vineyard. That's basically how I base it off of it. But sort of not being able to find this kind of wine without mm -hmm. really knowing what you were looking for and being very specific about which bottles you, you know, you bought. We were like, this doesn't make any sense. We live in California. It's a mecca of wellness. Like it's, if it's hard for us to do it, that was the other aspect of it. It was like, okay, let's give our consumer exactly what is and isn't in the bottle. Let's tell them about what it tastes like, how it pairs with their lifestyle, because that's also another bit of communication we give to our consumer via the label. Right. And we also were like, let's make it accessible everywhere that we can. Like not just in a specialty shop like yours, which we're, we're so proud to be a part of <laughs> yeah. that you even like carry us, but that we're across the country and every chain grocery store and yeah. every state. And we have loyal consumers who are looking for us and more and more who are discovering us and great distributor partners and great store retail partners that have really supported us and given us space on their aisles and end caps and been really engaged with us and our community. It's incredible. I mean, it's the only Venn diagram wine of me in a grocery store. Yeah. It's my only exception because <laughs> I'm like, awesome. I don't mess with that grocery store wine usually. No. Okay. So today is the premiere edition of You Bring, I Bring, which is a tasting of wines. I brought some wine and you guys brought some wine. Should yes. we show everybody yeah. what we brought? Absolutely. We all brought Aveline. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I brought the three bottles that I carry in the shop, which I feel are your like core. signature line. How do you core line? Core. And then y'all brought two wines I'm two really excited to yeah. So and these are direct to consumer. Yes. DTC. Limited edition Blanc and a cab. I'm very happy that you launched a cab because I think this was like a long time coming. When I saw the Pinot, I was like, they did it, they did it, they crushed it, yeah. they gripped it, they ripped it. And now to see How the cab. How was the Pinot though? So good. How amazing. I miss it already. I was like, can we buy some yeah. for the shot? And they were like, we might be able to sneak some anyway. And that was from the States. That's the Russian River. Yeah. It's so Russian. smart. So what should we taste? What haven't you tasted? Well, I haven't tasted the cab. I've had the Grenache Blanc. Yeah. It's up to y'all. I'm happy to let's, re... Let's taste the cab. Tell me about this cab. Because when I met you both, you're both very specific wine drinkers. You had really great tastes. And maybe your palates have changed. I know you were really into full body reds. Yeah. yeah. Very specific about white wine and sparkling wine and how it tasted, so. And I liked the lighter reds, but light, now yep. she's obsessed with our Pinot Noir, which yeah. is very yeah. light. But yeah, we wanted to come up with, you know, a richer, deeper red. It's one of our mm. most requested wines by our consumer, a, a cab. But you know, everything we do at Alvaline is just a little lighter and a little less extracted. Yeah. yeah. Is this made in California? The grapes are grown here? We went through the such grapes a are from I think Washington. Washington. Yeah, yeah we're in Washington. Like, Washington, I'm telling you, is on the up and up for And that's why it's a little bit like a little lighter Cheers. of a less little less. lighter of a it's cooler. Yeah. yeah. 
first time oh. tasting. <laughs> You're like, Cabernet Sauvignon, I can't quit you. I can't. That's a cab I can get behind. Yeah. And I drink light reds, like, mm-hmm. exclusively. It's really pretty. This doesn't punch you in the face. No, it's, like, full but bright. It's a little crunchy yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Like, it has texture, but the longer it's open, the softer it's going to get. Exactly. The cabbie's like a little air. So what do you drink at home when no one's watching? Like, is it all Avaline all the time? All the time. Really is. Yeah. No, I, I, literally, I text Cameron, like, all the time and say, Stop. thank God we made this. Oh, yeah. Because I thought that was true. Oh, it really? It's true. It truly it is. is. Every time we try to deviate, we just don't enjoy it as much. What about when you go out to dinner? I take a bottle with You yeah. roll with. We, we bring it everywhere You're always we go. I'll, I'll cork it, dude. And now our... our, <laughs> our you know what I mean? I'll pay a corkage fee. Yeah. I don't care. I'm like, yeah, fine, babe. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. so now we're just having right the now. restaurants that we frequent, you know, start to carry Avaline. Mm. Because when we launched, you know, we launched in the middle of the pandemic. So we went right into grocery. You know, we didn't even think about restaurants and hotels because they weren't open. Right. So now, you know, we're... It's a whole new market. Um, you know, rolling into hot spots across LA. We're in the Beverly Hills Hotel. Yeah. You know, Craig's, What's the... Toscana. Oh, we're at all the H Wood properties. Mm-hmm. John and Vinny's. Helen's Wine Shop. Yeah. yeah. Helen's Wine Shop, John and Vinny's on the wine list. And we're at the Helen's Wine Bar in John and Vinny's Beverly Hills that exactly. just opened. It's really amazing. You have to come by. I it's really like need drinking Aveline off Black Terrazzo. Oh. It's nothing sexier. No, it's amazing. I can't wait to have you in. We're going to drink all the Aveline. Tell me about, it could be with Aveline or without, the best dining experience you've had recently. Stateside? Yeah, no. Oh, anywhere? Yeah, I was just be... in Italy this, this oh summer. God. Tell so... me about the best Italian dining oh, experience you like, had. Just like, you know, every day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just all the clams. Every day, <laughs> yeah. like the handmade pasta and mm. the up, the pecan. Piccata, the chicken piccata. Oh, which region? Tuscany? I was in Umbria. Ooh, yes. So we good. actually had such a nice lunch on Saturday, and we broke open a little rosé together. That's right, we did. Ooh. We had a really did yummy. Did you cook it? I didn't cook. We had somebody who made our meal. It was a delicious salad, and mm. it was just... The right time for a little rosé oh, with we, ice. And we were, we, we <laughs> literally ice. were like, we haven't done this in so yeah. long. Like a day drink. Like I don't drink wine during the day yeah. like ever anymore. I used to. It used to be a nice little lifestyle there. Yeah. but bodies change. Yeah. It don't really do is it. crazy. But we kind of were like, should we? And we did. And we were kind of walking around with these wines. And we said, this is what we did it for. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is, this is why. <laughs> you're like all but. You're high on your own supplies. Exactly. And it was great. Oh. It was really fun. It was so good. Oh, my God. You got a day drink like Catherine and Cameron. It's perfect. Just occasionally. <laughs> no. It was fish it was just, chicken. It was just like one of those most. And then as soon as I said, isn't this why we did it? And we're like we just don't do it. it it was so long ago that we started it that we're like we already don't do it anymore so this is what's yeah. wild is a lot of people think Aveline's a new brand but you've been working at it for like five five years let's see like we, it's been um, in the market too my son just right? turned five and i think we started working on it when he was maybe six or eight months old or something mm-hmm. so yeah we started how we said in the beginning where we kind of did our research 
And then we were like, okay, let's find our wine. Mm -hmm. And we were drinking a lot of wine to find out who we wanted to be our providers or who we wanted to approach. Then we make us the blends, makes the blends. And then, you know, then it was getting in touch with them. Then it was building a relationship with them. Then it was lots of phone calls. And then finally, Catherine and I just flew over to Europe, the two of us and had meetings with them Mm. and, you know, spent the time a day in the in the vineyards and and walking through the facilities and going and doing, you know, seeing these amazing cellars and really just having connection to the winemakers and the, the land. And once we figured out, you know, who that was, it was then we were already sort of in the process of doing labels and designing the packaging and Going through the brand story and all that, and and getting it was a lot of work. I was watching from very far away, but I remember just being called in a few times for some taste, like taste this wine. What do you think? In the very beginning, Mm -hmm. and I was like, "You, this is a whirling dervish of like new business creation. Like there was no half step in it. It was like so serious. It was wild. We went in, yeah, and then you know we found somebody to help us take it. To, to get us a distributor, our C, got a CEO, got our distributor, and then it was, you know, COVID hit, Oof. and we were sort of doing all of the sales over Zooms, which in, in a wild way really helped us because yeah. historically, to, you know, you have to go and meet with them. In person, and we would not have been able to meet so that much many time. people. We, we covered so much ground, and we were able to That's get it incredible. in the stores so quickly. Because we were crazy. doing, everybody was doing Zooms, yeah. and they were doing way more Zooms than they could ever do in-person meetings. So we got on people's schedule, yeah. and we would just, you know, give them our story, and we had the presentation, and we had our, you know, our sales team and we would just beg them to take us it's in. It's a lot of work, us. though. Don't yeah. discredit. It's a lot of work. Yeah. I guess COVID did make a lot of things. And people were ready to drink great wine mm-hmm. that was yeah. more geared to a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, you know, starting any business is is hard and it takes a lot of work. And this was, you know, again, we were entering into this, you know, industry that has been around forever and we're just, you know, curious consumers. And so took pushing and and education to get people to take us seriously. And we saw that some people really got it right away, like yourself. And those are the people that we ended up partnering with, you know, Mm. our distributor, our winemakers. I mean, we, we really had to convince them to take a chance on us. And we had to take a stab at what our volume would be and get them to commit a certain amount of grapes. So it was a really fun process, but we're so grateful for everybody that saw the opportunity yeah. with Aveline and, and the quality we were trying to maintain. And Do you think you'll ever work Harvest, Girls Trip? I would love to. Yeah. Should we? Yes. Oh, my God. We should How, definitely. That's got to be a natural well, part. It was. Crush some know, grapes, foot trod, just get in there. Because we did all our sourcing before COVID, right. that was the plan. Our first Harvest, we were like, we're coming end yeah. of August. We're here. Yeah. And then boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shut down. We were like, oh, we don't get to yeah. do that. Yeah. I think you just gotta pick one. I think yeah. it'd be a cool experience. It's either France or Spain, baby. Where there do you, you go. go? Where I know. Do you go? Ooh, France. You uh, know, these France. farms are just so beautiful. Ugh, it's so just beautiful. like it's a life that you know is so hard farming. Yeah. But like seems so enriched to live yeah. you're around it you're just like so I'm energized from our normal lives from it's, our LA it's just, life <laughs> it's the culture the it the 
their spaces is just so beautiful. Can you talk about any new exciting Ovaline wines on the horizon, like something like the Cabernet Sauvignon well, we just, next year? We anything just coming? launched Cab. You know, we are continuing to test, you know, limited edition wines. And, you know, when they become really popular, like the Pinot Noir has, then we make them permanent SKUs and on drinkoveline.com. But you know, we are continuing to, you know, create new wines, you know, with the Aveline kind of filter mm. of, of transparency and organic grapes and really just listening to the community to see what they want from us next. And we're excited to keep building it. Got to make an orange wine. And um, I love the pet nat. I think orange wine would do a little yeah. limited run. Yeah, yeah. we could. Definitely. We're, definitely well, I, to we're totally open to it. We want to do like a little bit more of a, because we, we did a Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. Did you try the Chardonnay? I don't think so. It's more of like a Frenchy Chardonnay, a brighter Chardonnay. Yep. It wasn't like a Chablis. Sudden, yeah, yeah, it wasn't like the kind of luxurious you know, and full Rolls Royce. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't do the California yeah. buttery mm-hmm. bomb kind yeah. of stuff. So we're working right now on a blend for a more you traditional know, like, Chardonnay, Cal- California right? style That's Chardonnay great. that doesn't have People all the stuff that. that yeah usually you have to use to make yes. it a California Chardonnay. You're going after those Rombauer customers. Yeah, exactly. Like you see them and well, you're like, want they shouldn't be buying that. They should be we buying Ovalie. We want Ovalie. them to have what they want. I'm 100% you know with you. Yeah. They need give the people what they give want. The people what they want. <laughs> give us all the handmade <laughs> pasta. Oh my God. That's really exciting. I, every time you're coming out with stuff, I love it. It's really, really inspiring. Okay. Catherine and Cameron. Cameron and Catherine, before we wrap, I love to put my guests through like a little mini rapid fire. It's a right now rapid fire. Doesn't have to do with Avalon. Doesn't have to do with wine. Really has to do with whatever you want. Do you want to try it? Go for it. I'm so bad at these things because I start to think. No, don't think. I know. This will be easy. Okay. Okay. It starts about wine. Okay. White or red? Red. White. Light or full? Light. Light. Orange or rosé? Rosé. All day. Fill in the blank. Fried chicken plus. Waffles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fried chicken. Mm, salt. Ooh. Just like doused in salt. I love fried chicken. I love fried chicken more than anything. Like, literally. It's my favorite. It's my last meal. Oh, I had the best fried chicken this summer in Virginia. It was out of control. And I'm pretty yeah. sure they marinated in coolers in Virginia. Orange, Virginia. <sighs> The sticks. It was. It's another wow. time. We all got to go eat that fried chicken, and it would go really well with all the wine. Truffles or caviar? Ooh, Ooh come on, that's I, not fair. Caviar, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I know it's, it's really tough. It's such a tough question. Truffles with caviar. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> on a i think you could do that caviar white truffles yeah yeah i love both so much current drink order current drink order other than wine no it's anything oh, okay. you want current drink order oh a rosé spritzer rosé spritzer made with aveline <laughs> awesome i love our pinot I do. I really Humbling love it. Pino. It's gone. And I'm so I know. bummed. It'll come back. It'll come back. It'll come back. That's kind of the beauty of Aveline, too, is I like the seasonality yeah. of the yeah. single varietal wines. Yeah. So cool. I want your Aveline spritzer recipe. It's great. It's I just do the Aveline rosé with a little LaCroix. I do the Pomplemousse LaCroix. Ooh. And some muddled strawberries mm. and peaches, if I have, and then a little lemon peel. 
Ooh. And ice. Ooh, Still delicious. very into that. Yeah. You both did great at the rapid fire. All right. Super easy. <laughs> Thank you both so much for coming. Where can people find out more about Aveline? At our website, drinkaveline.com. Yes, they can. Thank you. And they can follow us on Instagram, too. Ooh. It's just Aveline. At Aveline. Mm-hmm. I love that. And drinkaveline.com. Everybody go, load up your carts, best decision you'll make. (laughs) Thank you both so much for taking the time to come on Wine Face. I can't wait to see the rest of the Aveline lineup roll out for the future of wine because it's just going to keep going. And if you want to buy the Core 3, which we didn't taste today, but it's a white, a red, and a rosé, and they're all really delicious and like scintillating and exciting, and they're easy to drink because they're screw caps, you can go to helenswines.com or drinkaveline.com. Thank you both so much. Thank so you. Good to see you. Appreciate it. Thanks, yeah. Catherine and Cameron, they are just Literally the best. I could talk to them all day. It blows my mind how much they've learned about wine. It literally feels like yesterday that we were sitting around a table at Cameron's house just tasting 20 different bottles and talking about the real deal behind the label or what's in the bottle. But if you want to try Aveline, you can always come by Helen's Wines. We have the core lineup that we were talking about. But Aveline also wanted to offer a little something-something for those who maybe want to go and try the Cabernet Sauvignon or maybe the Pinot Noir will be back at some point soon, Cameron's favorite. But you can use the code WINEFACE at checkout on Aveline.com to get 15% off your order. Uh, Unfortunately, this does not apply to previous orders or subscriptions and cannot be combined with another offer. But that's pretty dope. You can get 15% off at checkout using WineFace, W-I-N-E-F-A-C-E, all caps. This offer expires November 30th. So I would head on over ASAP, get those Thanksgiving wines. Cheers.